Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm an award-winning blogger, YouTuber, life coach, badass entrepreneur, manifester and author. My mission is to awaken and to inspire women to live their best lives now and to find their purpose in life. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and to start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. So thank you so much guys for joining me for another one of my Spiritual Queens Badass Podcast episodes. Today I'm really, really excited to speak to the lovely Nikki Clinch. So Nikki, if you don't know, is a master maturation coach and facilitator, integrate holistic counsellor and breathwork facilitator. Her mission in life is to help you to break free of the confines of your story led by unhealed traumas and leading to self-defeating patterns and unnecessary emotional suffering. Her work consists of an exceptionally powerful transformational process of inter integrating the body, mind and heart. So welcome to the show, Nikki. How are you doing? I'm really good. Thank you so much, Emma. Thank you for having me. It's always it always makes me kind of um, giggle when I hear the whole the whole job spec, you know, it's like, oh, wow, is that, is that all that I am? Is that all that I do? And it's like, actually, you know, that's like 21 years of layers of working on myself and learning. And it's like, oh, that's how we package it all up in one paragraph. <laughs> it's hard to so, do sometimes, isn't it? You think, how am yeah. I going to define everything I do? <laughs> yeah, but it's really lovely to, to be here and to speak with you. Well, I am really excited to talk all things surrender with you today because surrendering is definitely something we love to talk about on the podcast in terms of law of attraction, in terms of surrendering in life. So I'm sure everybody listening is going to really thoroughly enjoy this episode. But to start off with, one question I love to ask every guest who comes on is when did you spiritually awaken? What is your story? Well, I love that question. I think I think the the there are two answers to that question and the first one is I'm still spiritually awakening and it hasn't been a one moment it's a continuous process and that in itself is what maturation is is it's a continuous process of evolution we grow out we outgrow who we thought we were and we grow into who we were born to be. And that is a, that's an alive moving process as is awakening. Um, but for me, it began when I was 20. So I used to be a drug addict, uh, an alcoholic, a bulimic. I was in a very, very bad way. Uh, I was told I wasn't going to live till 30 you know, I was in my last days, I was emaciated, you know, high on, on drugs every day and, and really not what I, I really 
didn't want to get up and and live every day and so for me I had two choices and they were genuine choices of either I change everything about how I'm living this life how I'm being me how I have a relationship with life or I'm not going to make it and I remember saying to my mother at the time when she was like, well, maybe we can wait six weeks and see if we can get you help on the NHS. And I remember saying to her, I genuinely don't think I'll be here in six weeks. And so that was a real pivotal moment for me of being at a crossroads. Mm-hmm. And luckily I'm 42 now and I'm here with a family and you know, I have a life now, um, a good one. So I, obviously I chose to dive into the work and that was the beginning for me you know, at, when you've been in addiction, the, the crazy thing is, is that you don't think you're in, in addiction. You just think that's life. I just thought that was normal. I thought it was normal to be suffering the way I was suffering. I thought it was normal to think the way that I thought. And I always say this to people, the biggest thing that was killing me wasn't the actual drugs or the alcohol or the bulimia. It was the, it was the absolute lack of self-worth that I had and the lack of sense of self. So when I came into my healing, that was the pivotal first surrender is, is surrendering these habits and behaviors that I thought I needed in order to get by in life. And what does that do? As soon as you surrender those survival patterns, or at least the first stage ones, you have to feel, you have to feel everything that you've been running from. You have to feel everything that you're afraid of feeling and you have to face yourself. And, and so I remember those moments in the early days and it was like in those dark nights of the soul, you know, I would meet, I would meet source. I would literally be on the bathroom floor and I would remember I'd be alone and I'd be like, how am I going to get through this night? And, and, I, and I would feel the presence of something bigger with me. And that was the beginning for me of realizing, oh, it's, maybe it's not just me. Maybe there's something bigger happening. Um, and that it was, that I wasn't going to die if I felt my feelings. I could get through it and I could grow through it and I could heal through it. So that was the beginning and I'm still going. (laughs) And thank God you are. Like, what a story. (laughs) Thank God you're here sharing all this wisdom. And, you know, it's so true because I I had depression um, six, seven years ago for a couple of years and that's what triggered my spiritual awakening. And you're so right in terms of realizing that it is safe to feel those feelings and we run and we avoid those feelings in different ways, whether it's like addiction, like you say, or whatever it is. And I think it's so important that we do sit with those emotions and we do surrender into it, like you say, and really say, right, these emotions are not going to kill me as such, but those things, those addictions really could have killed you and really was that moment for you where it was do or die quite literally. So amazing that you were able to turn that around and feel connected to source, even in those dark moments for yourself in those dark nights of the soul. So your book's called Surrender and it is out now with Hay House. So what does surrender mean to you? Well, I I love that question because it's not an obvious answer. You know, most people will say to me, how do I surrender, Nikki? How do I surrender? And surrender is not something you can do. It's actually something that you undo. 
And, and so it's actually a process of not doing. It's a process of not acting. It's a process of not taking that unconscious choice that you usually take. It's a process of being. And that's harder than, that's harder to do than to say. You know, when we have been habitually imprinted with patterns and ideas and experiences from our past that we identify with as just normal, you know, and that's not just when you have addiction like me, you know, this is 21 years later and, and, and I still have to do this work and it has nothing to do with the substance. You know, we, we, our reality gets generated by our experience from our past. So we get pulled like a magnet towards the familiar. And in fact, you know, most people will think, oh, healing feels good, right? Healing feels good. Well, actually, at first it doesn't. Why? Because when we step out of the, the familiar, which can be toxic and unhealthy and disempowering, when we step out of the familiar, it's very uncomfortable and very destabilizing because it's all we've ever known. Mm-hmm. You know, we will be pulled towards the experiences that we had in our childhood, even if it is bad for us, even if it's destructive. And so surrender is a process of, of being in the present even when that magnetic pull comes mm-hmm. of, and with all the feelings that'll come up, you know, we, we build all these survival strategies in order to get away from the original pain. And we do it unconsciously. We don't even know we're doing it. That's just the nature of how the mind works. The, the, the design function of the mind is to survive. And so we build all these strategies. If I look like this, if I smile like this, if I hold my cheeks like this, if I breathe like this, if I choose these kinds of people around me, well, then I'll be able to, to, to control and my life and make sure I never feel that again. And then of course that generates something that is not who we are. And so surrender is a process of undoing it's it's actually the hardest thing in the world that we think surrender is weak it's not it takes incredible courage to sit still when you are being pulled to act Mm -hmm. to sit still and be with your feelings when you are being pulled to run away to um, to surrender the very things that we know in order to allow ourselves to drop into the unknown and to be in that unknown space with inquiry, curiosity, what can I learn here that may show me something new? So, you know, surrender is not a tool you can learn. It's a process of undoing. Mm. And I love how you put that because when I first found the law of attraction sort of five, six years ago, I, you know, I'm a Virgo, so it's in my nature to like control and like be like, right, everything's going to happen like this, A to B, let's go. And I found that, you know, very quickly that really was not working on my journey. And like you say, like I, I generally don't think I'd ever surrendered in my life before that point. And then I found Gabby Bernstein's Universe Has Your Back book, and that was very much talking about surrendering and letting go. And I think that's where I first came across this concept of, okay, right, to really be present and to actually be happy and to actually live the life I want to live, I actually have to lean into this surrendering and letting go. But 
I love what you said that it's not just a do this, do that, do that. And jobs, jobs are good. And it's more of that undoing process of being and allowing. Um, And it's a useful reminder to me as well, because now I'm like, I forgot that I need to do that still. And like you say, we never forget these things. We still have to continually do it. That's just the, the world we live in as such. So what are your top tips for surrendering and letting go? Well, I think the first one is, is it's really, we need to have awareness. We need to be conscious of, of not just where we are and who we are or who we think we are, but also how the story that we have been identified with or attached to how, where that comes from and how that generates our life, you know, with, without consciousness or awareness of it, it will live us. So we can either be, I can either be Nikki with a story or I can I can have or I can have the story live Nikki, and that's what happens a lot. Is that most people we can't see we can't see behind our own blind spots. We just can't. We can't get behind our eyes and have a look at how we're seeing the world. So awareness is the absolute first key, and you can gain awareness at the beginning, very beginning stages with you know journaling, writing down you know not just how am I feeling today or what do I need, but actually starting to get inside the parts of your life that keep repeating themselves. Why does this keep repeating itself? Not just how it's happening, but how I feel about who I am in the experience. When you start to gain awareness of these repeated moments in your life, you start to see "Mm, the details of it keep changing, but I keep feeling the same every time. So I'm the consistent factor here. And so start getting inside these repeated moments of your life, because that is the past that is repeating itself. And so awareness is key. And I do think that eventually to start working with someone that will be able to reflect to you what is behind your, where your blind spots are coming from. Uh, So that's number one. Number two, definitely anything to help you stay in the present, Mm -hmm. or if you're not even ever been in the present to be in the present, you know, the whole nature of how survival works and our stories work and how the mind works is that it keeps us stuck in the past and we're either stuck in the past or projecting into the future, which means we're not really here. And, and so anything to help you stay connected in the present. So I, I practice breath work. So you, you genuinely can't breathe in the past or the future. When you are connected to your breath, you are here and you are now. And that's why people find it very emotional and, and, and very vulnerable to breathe. That's why people hold their breath so much because you're, you're not, you're trying to stop being here. So breathing, even if it's just lying down on the ground and breathing into your abdomen, into your belly 10 minutes every day, just slowing you down. Um, I think meditation is really key, you know, 10 minutes, 20 minutes each day. I, I know the word can sound daunting. We don't have to always aim for enlightenment. You can literally just sit and breathe and be and with your eyes closed and become aware of what moves through you, the thoughts that move through you. So these practices are just daily tools, daily rituals that help you stay connected to the present and to the here and now. 
I love that. And awareness is everything. Like you say, like when we can witness that pattern or we can witness, okay, I felt this in the past and now it's like, like you say, projecting again, it's here, it's happening now. That's where the power lies, where we can say, okay, how can I now change that? How can I change that action? Or how can I change what I'm doing to have a different outcome? So definitely I love that in terms of awareness and amen to daily rituals and tools as well. Like I love breath work, yoga, um, and I'm definitely someone who really has to challenge himself to be in the present moment. And, you know, definitely even small things like that and gratitude and just little practices like really allow me to be present. And I think it's just, again, having that awareness of, okay, am I future tripping? Am I past tripping? Do I feel present? Am I here and now? Am I taking in this conversation? Am I looking around me and taking in, you know, all the, all the, you know, smells and sights around me. So I love doing that on my walks. I don't know if you do this, Nikki, where I just like go into nature and I just walk around and I'm like, right, what can I notice? What can I hear? And I try and challenge myself to not look at my phone or maybe not even listen to music sometimes, but just be and to just experience because I think mother nature is like one of the best ways to get present right (laughs) yes definitely I mean that's one of the reasons why I moved to New Zealand not just for myself but for my children you know we literally live on the edge of the rainforest so you know being able to walk and be immersed in nature I mean you know nature nature teaches us all the time about how to actually live you know a tree doesn't get concerned about whether it's too big or too small, or a, a bird doesn't get too concerned whether its wings are are smaller than the next bird. You know, they they are genuinely in the present moment, and they are they're just being. Uh, you know, sometimes I look at a tree and it's like, wow, that tree really is just being a tree. (laughs) I know that sounds like a crazy thing, but we get so caught up in our own self-concern and our own mind that we, we, that we're not in our life. So when you walk in nature, it teaches us every day, every moment of how to really be in the flow with life um, and how to be connected here. We just have to feel our feet on the ground and there's the earth. Wow okay, there's the earth. We're connected all the time. So definitely if you can get, spend time in nature, don't get distracted. Don't have your phone on. Don't, like you were saying, don't play music, just be in nature, sit there, see what it will teach you, see what will come up for you. You might find it very vulnerable, but that's, that's good. That means that you're becoming more sensitive to life. And that means that you can, that you can be more present in life. Mm, definitely agree with all of that so in terms of what we're saying in terms of living in the past or living in the future that obviously causes like anxiety and stress um and I feel like that's why we have so much attachment whether it's to our desires or whether it's to situations like that's where the kind of frustration comes from so what are your five easy exercises to reduce stress and anxiety well I think the first the first tip I would say is that anxiety, well, let's look at what anxiety is. Anxiety is trying to control something that we cannot control, which is the future. And so we get stuck in a loop of trying to, of worrying about something we can't control. And and so let's call it what it really is. Anxiety is fear. Mm-hmm. Anxiety is, is just, is fear. And so the first step for me um, to try and help stress and anxiety is actually to, is to acknowledge the actual feeling. You know, sometimes I think that because anxiety is a diagnosis or a label that it, that it disconnects us from the actual feeling of it in the body. You know, we stay in our mind around it. We conceptualize it. So how can you actually 
acknowledge, wow, I feel fear today. I'm feeling fear today. And then, and then can you be with the fear? That's the first step. You know, we, we move so quick to try to find the answers to try and fix things. Mm -hmm. And by doing that, we're completely avoiding where we are. So how can you just spend a moment to be with the fear? Where is it in your body? Locate it. Is it in my belly today? Is it in my heart today? Close your eyes, breathe. What does it feel like? Does it feel fluttery? Does it feel heavy? Does it feel stuck, contracted? Start to connect with the actual experience, the human experience in your body. As soon as you do that, you're back in the present. And when you're back in the present, that's where all your power lies. You know, that's when you come out of the loop that, that just takes you over. So the other thing I would say is once you have connected to the real feeling, it's really helpful to, to either share about it or release it. So journaling is extremely important for moments like that and really giving yourself the opportunity to express yourself freely without any censorship um, or sharing with someone that you really trust sharing how you feel without needing an answer or a solution but just so that you are being seen and heard and it's being acknowledged um, and then I think Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You know, not trying to change it, which is, I know, very counterintuitive. Don't try and change it. Be with it because whatever we can be with will let us be. Resistance is what creates persistence. <laughs> so, you know, in, in all our strategies to try and fix the pain, we create enormous levels of suffering. So don't try and change it, be with it and it will pass. It will pass. Um, I think one other thing I would say as well is take care of yourself 
while it's there. You know, you may, while you're making yourself a beautiful meal, notice that the fear is still there in your body. Don't try and change it. Don't try and get rid of it. But how does it, how does it impact how you cut your, your carrots or how you, how you cook your food or make your soup? You know, can, and you might notice that you're being more present with when you're cooking because you're not trying to get away from the experience. And then you'll start noticing that it will start losing its power. Mm-hmm. It just starts dissolving. And that's really when you become connected to your to more of your power. Every single time that that happens, you will remember, oh, it passes. Oh, this doesn't have to consume me. Uh, and I didn't have to run from it either. So I don't know whether those were, were, were tips, but that's definitely a process that I work with. <laughs> They're great tips. I love them. Thank you for sharing. They were awesome. And I definitely um, resonate with what you said about, you know, the resistance is what's making it persist because definitely like in the beginning, I was definitely someone who would run from that or be like, oh, you know, just got to think positive thoughts. Everyone says just be positive, love and light, you know, forget, forget all the problems. And it was just getting worse and worse and worse and more persistent. And then like you feel hounded and badgered by that emotion or that thought or whatever it is. When actually, like you say, when you actually just witness it, sit with it, like you say, maybe do something self-loving to help to, you know, help yourself work through that in the best way possible, it dissipates. And then you're like, oh, okay, actually that was a lot easier than what I thought. And maybe you did some journaling, maybe you did some tapping, maybe you didn't do anything, maybe you just went for a walk. But like you say, when you can just really allow yourself to be and just allow, you're not like fighting that resistance. And I know I definitely still do this sometimes, even with my manifestations, I'm like, why do we have that resistance? Why do we kind of like want that attachment and want that resistance when actually the moment you let go, the moment you really kind of let go of the grips, you relax back into that peaceful state. So not only do you feel happier and you feel more peaceful, but you're able to, whether it's manifest or able to, you know, cook a meal or play with your children or whatever it is, you know, you're able to feel that peace and you're able to just be more present, like you say. So I love those tips. I'm definitely going to be reminding myself of those for sure. So what are your top tips to break free from self-defeating patterns? Well, I mean, I think I just want to follow on just before I answer that, I just wanted to add in one more thing to what we were talking about earlier. You know, what is it that allows us to create change in our life? What is it that allows us to break out of habits and patterns that we have become so, you know, identified with? Well, the first, the first and most important thing, and this will be something that keeps you through your whole life is creating a sense of internal safety and internal trust within yourself. You know, we need to be able to trust our own self. It it may be that we don't trust our behavior. It may be that we don't trust our thoughts. It may be that we don't trust our our, um, emotions, but we need to be able to trust who we are. And to every single time that we can surrender and we don't go into the survival and the control and we can be with the human experience and it moves through us and it passes, we build a little bit more trust within ourselves. We create more internal safety and that is the anchor. That is the anchor to all transformation. That is the anchor to all all maturation. Why? Because in order to break free of patterns, 
we have to go through a destabilizing process. Like I was saying, these patterns are habits, deeply ingrained habits, not just habits from ourselves, habits that we have learned from God knows how many generations before us. So, and also society, conditioning in society. So, you know, the first step is, is make it a number one priority to create internal trust and internal safety with yourself. And that's a lifelong commitment. That's like a marriage to yourself. It's not a one night stand. It's like, right, I'm in now. I'm in for this relationship with me and I'm going to make it a priority so that I can start to feel safe inside myself. The, I guess the first step of breaking the pattern is, is, is actually becoming aware of the pattern. You know, I, I, I kid you not. I, and I've worked with a lot of people. Most, most people don't know they're in a pattern. They just think that's normal. They really do think it's normal you know, my husband and I, I write about it in the book. After nine years of marriage, we separated two years ago. And why did we separate? Because we were having the same fight over and over again for nine years. And that's why I write about it in the book. You know, it might may have been about different details, the washing up, the dishwasher, the children, money, whatever. But the dynamic of the fight was the same. And, and we were just going round and round and round again. Now, at for nine years, we didn't even see it as a pattern. I genuinely thought if he changed the way he did things, it would stop. He thought if I changed the way I did things, it would stop. But actually when we separated and we started doing much, much, much deeper looking, I started to see that I was stuck in a pattern of how I was experiencing intimacy. You know, the way that I was experiencing him and hearing him and seeing him was such a direct mirror to how I was how I experienced my mother when I was a little baby, little girl, and he was having the same with me. And so there we are, we're out of a blind spot. We begin to open up a blind spot. So the first step of breaking the pattern is you need to be able to see clearly and not just see what's happening, but see where you're seeing from. When I was looking at him, I was seeing from the little girl that was abandoned. And so I always experienced even little moments, the ways he made his face or the ways he sat as some form of the possibility of abandonment happening. <laughs> and he was having similar with me. Now, that's how, that's how, that's how our patterns happen. It's not just from what's happening out here, but where are we seeing from? So, you know, gaining as much awareness around the pattern as you can. Now that's, that's hard on your own. So that's why it's really useful to work with someone to be able to start seeing that. And then the next step is, you know, what, what's that, what, what is the core need inside this pattern? There's always, always a core emotional need inside a pattern. We, we, we don't just attach ourselves to these survival strategies for no reason. We do it because we're trying to get through something. We're trying to actually solve a problem. You know, when I was bulimic, it wasn't just because I was, you know, messed up. It was because I was trying to solve a problem. I thought that if I ate food that way, I would be able to feel love. I would be able to feel safe. I was trying to solve a problem. So what is inside the need? What's the need inside your pattern? I want to feel safe. I, um, I want to, I want to know I'm loved. Uh, I want to, it's normally around safety, 
or love. Mm -hmm. And then when you see that, also how old are you in it? You know, are you four, three? Usually it's very young. How can you, how can you give those things to yourself in real genuine ways that will actually take care of it? You know, if you can start to actually show up for the original need, you, you actually start to outgrow the pattern. You won't need the pattern if you are already taking care of the actual need. Now, this is not an overnight process, um, it's a, it, but it takes time. And it's much easier to do when you're working with someone. Um, but you yourself can start to get in touch with what is it that I really want and how can I actually take care of that? You know, most of us think we want the money. We think we want the house. We think we want the family. We think we want, and we do, we do want these things. But what we really want, like what is it that we really want? When I have the family, I will feel mm -hmm. connected, whole, part of something, uh, um, warm. When I have the money, I will feel, I'll feel safe, secure, solid in my life. Uh, when I have the validation, what do I feel? I'll feel worthwhile. I'll feel like I have value here on this earth. So let's get clear on what it is that you really want. Mm -hmm. And then how can you honor that? I love and that. When, you, when we come from these places, we outgrow them. People say to me, how did you heal your addiction? How can you be living the life you're living today when you're, you're like a crack addict? How, how is that even possible? Well, I outgrew it. Mm -hmm. I genuinely outgrew it. I don't need that anymore. Why? Because I, because I went inside and I took care of the reason why I was doing any of it. Mm -hmm. And then you outgrow it and you grow into a more powerful, authentic version, the version of you that was there before you even needed the pattern. Mm -hmm. I love all of that. So, so powerful and so, so true. And inner child work for me has just been one of the most powerfulest tools I've worked with. Because like you say, when you can go back to that younger self and say, right, what age did I feel that? What's that core emotion? Like you say, what can I give to myself? Like, I think this is some of like the best spiritual work out there for sure. Um, and I think people see massive, you know, results with it as well. Like you say, when they're working in that safe container, when they've got someone to say, right, let's link this, let's do that. Cause we can't always do everything by ourselves. And I'm definitely someone who has done so much, just so many different modalities over the years and actually working with people, like you learn new things, you experience new things. Um, and you have that person to just say, oh, have you looked at it like this? Or, oh, have you thought about this? So definitely agree with everything you said. So my last question to you today then, Nikki, is what is one piece of life advice that you would like to leave my listeners with? Oh, I think, um, you know, uh, a teacher once said to me, Nikki, life can either be a torture chamber or the greatest school you have ever attended. And I find that extremely powerful. You know, if you can, if you can live in this life as if it is the greatest education you will ever have, then everything becomes a lesson. Mm -hmm. Everything. Now, that doesn't mean that we just lie back and we let life just kind of walk all over us and we become victims, but it means that we come to life with a certain level of inquiry. 
when things start unfolding, when things happen, or, you know, I'll say nothing actually just happens. Not, nothing just happens. There's always a sequence in everything. Everything is an extension of something else that's happened before it. So when things unfold in your life and you're coming from this place of, I'm in the greatest education that there is, you know, how can you be curious? Whoa, what am I learning here? What am I being shown here? What, what do I need to see here that I couldn't see before? You know, I write about that in the book. When my husband and I separated, you know, we were ready, we were really on the road to divorce, but somehow by inquiring into the absolute painful patterns that we were, we were getting stuck in, somehow we had a breakthrough and we have completely transformed our marriage. We renewed our vows last year and we genuinely have a new marriage. Why? Because we were able to come to it, even though it was very painful, with a certain level of humility and curiosity. What am I, what am I, what am I missing? What is being shown here that I can't see, that I can't, that I couldn't see before? So, you know, when you have a relationship with life coming from that place, it becomes a whole nother experience mm -hmm. rather than life happening to you. It's, it's, I, I don't, most people say it's happening for you, but I'll say it's happening for you and from you. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, what, what are you learning about yourself that's generating this? And what are you learning about life that it's revealing something to you that you need to see? So I, I would say that is, that is a great lesson to take with you in your life. I love that. I loved every single word of that. And I'm like, oh, yes, all of the feels for that. So thank you for sharing that. So Nikki, let's talk about your book, Surrender, then. So what can we expect in the book and where can we get it? Okay, so Surrender um, was out from the 1st of June um, and you can buy anywhere that sells books. Uh, it's Surrender, Break Free of Your Past, Realize Your Power and Live Beyond Your Story. So the whole process of the book is I walk you through a process of maturation. So I, I walk you through a, a very deep inquiry process of being able to break out of the pattern or, or whatever pattern is showing up for you at that stage in your life, being able to have this very powerful conscious awareness over not just the pattern itself, but where it's coming from, and then start dissolving that. Um, not just so that you can be free of it, but just so, so that you can even allow a new level of, of, of life, of conscious choice. You get to rewrite the story for yourself. You know, there are three stages of the book and, and I, I wrote it that way because there are three stages of the process. And the first stage of the book is called endings. And the first chapter is called the beginning of the end. Why? Because usually when we're ready to have an awakening, we are, something is coming to an end. Mm -hmm. an idea of who we thought we were. Maybe it's something in your life, a relationship or a job or, or, a, or, or a behavior that doesn't work anymore. Something is coming to an end. So I walk you through a process of allowing yourself to release that and to dissolve it. And then you move into the middle phase and I call that love. And so if you really, when you let everything go that you think you know, you thought it was you or you thought that was who you are, you then have to rebuild. You have to rebuild a foundation of love. 
And so I teach you how to build that foundation of love with yourself, you know, learning about boundaries, learning about compassion, learning about, um, you know, being able to be a holding space for yourself, building that internal trust, building that internal safety, which allows anything to grow from if you come from a foundation of that. And then you move into the third phase, which is called birthing. Is that when you've, when you've been able to let go of who you thought you were and then build this new foundation of love, then you can start to birth something completely new, remarkably magical and beautiful and actually who, who you were born to be here. Um, and so the last phase is very magical. I walk you through the whole new possibilities of your life and who you could be in it. So that's the process I walk everyone in um, through the book. And then alongside that, I tell stories. I tell human stories, I tell the story about my, my marriage, how we broke down, how we broke through, how we got remarried and stories about my clients as well. Um, so you get to hear a lot of identification in there. Um, so yeah, it's a powerful book um, and it's out now. Um, and you can get it anywhere. You can get it in Amazon in the US. You can get it on Amazon here. You can get it in most bookstores. So you can go to my website, um, www.nikkiclinch.com and there's a book page on there and you can buy it through there. So I hope you get it. <laughs> and where can my lovely listeners find you online if they would like to follow your work as well? Yes, yeah, so you can find me, um, as I said, on my website, uh, www.nikkiclinch.com. And on there, you will be able to, you'll be taken through a journey of finding any of the programs or workshops or um, offerings that I offer you, depending on where you are in your journey. We help you discover which one will be right for you at that stage. Um, or you can follow me on Instagram, Nikki underscore clinch. Uh, I, sh I'm, I'm on there a lot. I teach there a lot. Um, uh, so yeah. And then I'm also, I've got my own podcast, soul surgery, um, which is also on YouTube, the soul surgery channel. So you can hear me teaching on different topics on there as well. So yeah, that's where you can find me. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, thank you so much, Nikki. I feel like this conversation has been so, so valuable and I've definitely taken some awesome tips away that I'm going to implement as well. So I'm sure everybody listening has got like a notepad full of things that they can go and start working on today. So thank you so much for honestly coming on and sharing your pearls of wisdom. It has been amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me here, Emma. So thank you so much guys for listening to this podcast episode. I really hope you've enjoyed Nikki and I's conversation. Of course, you can find a clickable link to Nikki's website in the description below. And if you want to find out anything more about myself, my coaching or anything else I have to offer, like my videos and free content, you can find it all on emmamumford.co.uk. So thank you so much guys for listening. I appreciate all your views and listens. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because I would love, love to see you again soon. Don't forget you can join my free Law of Attraction support group over on Facebook where I can join myself and other like-minded souls where we talk all things Law of Attraction and spirituality. I hope you have a great week, whatever you're up to, and I'll see you all in my next podcast episode, which will be next week. Lots of love, guys. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.